0: You're listening to the Be Healthy Naturally podcast, episode number 32. Hey, we are Dr. Shane and Liz Watt.
1: We are doing this podcast because we are trying to bring knowledge and education to create a new way of thinking about our health.
0: Knowledge is the key to a happy, healthy life, and our goal is to help you live your best life.
1: So join us and let's learn together.
0: welcome Dr. Michelle Jorgensen out to the podcast again. We're so blessed to be able to have her on here for the second time. And she is um, a pioneer in so many different ways. And since we've had her on last time, there's been more things that she's actually has been able to improve on and be able to teach so so many other people. And so thank you. And obviously brought new
1: things to the clinic and that nature.
0: So um, now (laughs) Dr. Michelle Jorgensen, she is an internationally acclaimed author and speaker and teacher. She's a biological holistic dentist and health and wellness provider provider. And she is an author of four different books. That's amazing. So um, you're going to definitely be able to learn a lot from her today. So Michelle, do you want to kind of Tell us a little bit about you and your journey and how that you got here. Yeah, I'd love to. Thanks so much for
2: having me on. I really appreciate you both and all that you do. Uh, You know, last time I was on, I shared my story, but I think it's always useful to do that again, just because uh, those who hadn't listened to the other one. So, you know, I'm a general dentist. I've been been
1: on a hiatus with COVID. And And
2: everybody's been on a hiatus. (laughs) The world's been on a hiatus, I'm afraid. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, I'm a general dentist. I've been practicing for a long time, 25 years now. And about half-
1: careful when you say that, because then you sound old, because that's how I am. And I feel
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah actually though sometimes i feel like being old is an okay thing because it means that you have a few of a, a few years under your belt and you you've learned a few things and that's definitely my experience um you know but halfway... you
1: look much better than me so i'll just do
2: <laughs> well thank you <laughs> a lot less gray hairs right hey hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yep well you know halfway through my career i started having all sorts of health issues and that's what probably a lot of people on this are listening you know listening to or are, are faced with as well and some of those challenges It didn't make a lot of sense. I had a lot of numbness, a lot of gut issues. Uh, I wasn't remembering anything. And that's just very unlike me. So I finally, through a lot of research, found that it was mercury poisoning. And uh, I didn't expect that, didn't know anything about that.
1: Because you're never informed on that stuff in dentistry, right?
2: Oh no. Oh no. They still don't. No. You ask any, you ask nine out of 10 dentists they won't tell you that that's a problem.
1: It's crazy. Liz, yeah. when, she, when I was in chiropractic school, she was a dental assistant. She, she remembers going back in the back room and mixing up the, the mercury feelings, just yep. mixing it up in open space. It's just yep. insane.
0: Yeah. You would never, you would I, never I use just, mercury. I feel like that that is what kind of started my progression of the the things health that health issues, as well health issues, what is actually, I guess, is kind of a blessing because that's why we're here right now, just like with you. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly. Why you're here right now.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but no, it's we, yeah, we
0: have our own challenges. Out. So we can teach other people too. And,
2: th- and that's really the truth with dentistry and dentists don't know it. And, pr- and just the public at large, doesn't, doesn't know, you know, the mercury that I was exposed to that caused all these problems was from dental fillings. So mercury, the dental fillings that we call silver fillings or amalgam fillings are 50% mercury. So when you're placing them, that's a problem, obviously. And there's a lot of dentists that don't place them anymore. So that's good. They're not banned They're, They still are placed in the U S every single day. Um, but there are a lot of dentists who chose. And not to place them anymore however that's actually not the most dangerous time the most dangerous time is when they're removed because when they're removed then it it causes that mercury to turn into a all gas form gas. a vapor form and it's in the air and everybody's breathing it in and that's what was making me sick because i was drilling them out every single day all day long and you're just
1: breathing right. right right along with the patient right yeah,
2: yeah so i mean it's dangerous for the patient obviously but they're only getting their own I was getting everyone's <laughs> I was getting every single patient that I was drilling. So it was literally killing my brains, killing my, killing my nerves, killing my gut. I mean, it was, it was just crazy. So I had to find, a, you know, was there a way to do it differently? And there is, and that's what I have found is that uh, you can safely remove these fillings, but it's very, it has to be very intentional. You know, we use a lot of additional steps and the patient uses a lot of additional steps and it's important to do, but it has to be done the right way.
1: And that, so that is feeling- for sure. That is for sure. If, if yes. someone's going to get their, their their feelings removed make sure you go to a biological dentist Absolutely. a lot of people don't even know what a biological dentist is and the sad thing is dentists don't even know what a biological no, dentist
2: no they is. just think i'm insane they just think i'm crazy <laughs> i'm like
0: well you might like, think, I'm you think i'm crazy.
1: wearing a hazmat <laughs> suit to take out those feelings
0: <laughs> yeah why in the world would you do the that gas, the gas masks and all that kind <laughs> of stuff i yeah. know because i got mine switched out because I was like, you know what? I'm struggling with my health. I need to figure out more. And so I did go in and get. Yeah, you've had them out
1: for what, three or four years now?
0: Yeah, I got everything taken out and switched around. And, you know, hopefully it can help me for future things that can also bring so. Exactly so it's important and you know that's really where i started was was the mercury piece because that
2: was my issue that was my health challenge so that's where i started and then i started having other practitioners patients alike say hey if you do this do you do this too right. and i didn't have a clue what they were talking about so i'd have to go <laughs> learn oh,
1: microbiome what do you mean yeah.
2: I don't know what that means. So I'd have to go find courses wherever and and learn. And at that time it was quite obscure. You know, I was going all over the place and nobody was really doing this in a concise manner. And anyway, put together a whole bunch of things that are really focused on the health of the body in general, not just the mouth. And, um, that's changed my practice entirely. And it's changed the way I look at people. It's changed the way that we help people and care for people now. And, um, thankfully it is becoming more of a thing, you know, more people are learning about it. And, um, we've created, so I've created a a multi-specialty practice now where it's, it's a place that you come and you get everything done from, you know, everything that has to do with the mouth and the airway, you know, and breathing and sleeping and, and kids. Now we take care of there as well, because people have just continued asking. They said, boy, this is great. Can't you do this for my kids? Or boy, do you know anything about the sleeping thing I've been hearing about? And so we brought everybody under one roof. And that's, what's really fun about what we're doing now is that we're able to help people kind of start to finish. in in this journey that they're doing,
1: And this
0: is something new that you've been on since the last time we talked. So this will be kind of fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So So that's what we want to focus on with you today is what we've talked about is, is, is what, what are you doing with kids? This whole, how can it affect a lot of other things that they're having a lot of other issues they're having? So what, what got you started into the kid thing and what was the first things that you started noticing and why?
2: So what got started in the kids thing was simply demand. Every single day of the week, people would say, Do you see kids? Do you see kids? Do you see kids? And you know, they we'd say, Well, we don't. I'm sorry, we're not really equipped for that. Well, where should we go? We didn't have an answer. We didn't have anybody. In fact, we uh... were sending, we had a great office that we you know, we thought, you know, that was as close as as close as we could find, you know, right. near us. And they actually called us and said, Will you quit sending patients to us? They ask us things that we don't oh, do. Wow. <laughs> and I said, well, okay, I don't know that I've ever had someoneMP a,
1: a pediatric dentist that you it was a pediatric
2: dentist. Yeah, yeah they called me and they said, please don't send us patients anymore.
1: So we don't want to answer questions we don't know anything about.
2: Exactly right. So we said, you know what, we better figure out how to do this. So thankfully, at the same time, I had a dentist join me. We've since partnered. Her name's Lindy Jones, Dr. Lindy Jones. And um, she's a young mom herself. You know, she has a four year old herself. So she's very much in the trenches (laughs) as a mom and knows what moms are looking for when looking for care. So we have worked with dentists across the country to really find out which, what should we do for kids? What is different about kids than is, you know, then it shows up in adults and there are some things that are different. And so we've really fine tuned the procedures we do for an adult and have focused on how do we take care of kids? Number one, preventatively so that they never turn out like their parents. See, you know, their parents are in my office and they're spending thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to repair and reconstruct what they had. Well, wouldn't it be great if the kid never had to do that? You Absolutely. know, if we could prevent all of it before it even started. Mm-hmm. So a huge focus in our pediatric practice is prevention. And we talk all day long every day with parents about how do you prevent tooth decay? Mm-hmm. And it goes well beyond what everyone's been told, because what have you been told?
1: So let's kind of talk about that, because, you know, people I mean, a pediatric dentist, that's kind of what they would say. Right. This is sure. a regular pediatric dentist. So being a biological, I guess, pediatric dentist. What yep. would be different from what you're saying versus what a regular pediatric dentist is doing?
2: Well, what's the regular dentist going to tell you? What are they going to say causes cavities?
0: Well, they're going to say sugar, but they're going to also sugar. say they need fluoride. Yeah. They're going to say sugar, <laughs> lack of fluoride
2: and brushing your teeth. Right. Yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your teeth, Fluoride and. Sugar. And
0: maybe sometimes if you overdo lemons because <laughs> i have a dark year. i don't know
2: that might be a little that might be a little out there but yeah you know so so they're gonna oh, that's,
1: we, we, we had a kid that just would not stop eating lemons and i think he trashed his teeth because he went in and had way too many cavities oh
2: yeah yeah it is it is it
0: definitely <laughs> yeah, I think it is. That's,
1: what, that's what it was from just yeah. eat very healthy and stuff like that so yeah he just would pound them and i think he just ruined his teeth a little bit front but wow. sorry, sorry for the side note there <laughs> yeah
2: so that's that's what they're gonna tell you unfortunately that doesn't always explain it. I mean, I remember growing up, I had a brother who didn't brush his teeth. I'm pretty sure from like age eight to about age 15 until he started caring about <laughs> girls. You know, I mean, they were just disgusting. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He never had a cavity. Yeah. So if it's all about brushing your teeth, so like he should have had a mouthful, right? And then I'll see other children who who are great at taking care of the teeth. And the teeth are, you know, sparkly clean. There's nothing on them anywhere. Parents are super conscientious about sugar. And they've got a mouthful of cavities. So
1: always frustrating and crazy. Right?
2: Exactly. Because if those are the only answers, mm-hmm. then then the parent just must be bad. Right. And that's usually what we get to is, oh, it just comes down to parent guilt. Yeah, it just I know, to because guilt. I've
0: taken many of my kids in and there is that parent guilt. Totally. It's like I was a dental assistant and yep. what I can't keep up on their teeth. And she still
1: <laughs> won't go to bed until she flosses every night
2: yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And so you're just taking it on yourself, oh, this must be my issue. Well, we talk about some other things. So, uh, first of all, from a prevention standpoint, a huge piece of this is gut related. And how many people in our world, you know you guys, I'm talk about this all the time, how many people have gut issues, and kids are not left out of this? And the reasons are environmental. It's the food we eat, it's the stressful world that we live in. It's the environmental toxins that we have, including WiFi and cellular frequencies and things that we're bombarded with that are pushing our bodies into a very stress-filled mode. When we're in that stress mode, the body stops creating stomach acid. And mm-hmm. when it stops creating stomach acid, it start it stops absorbing nutrients. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what the teeth are. They are a bank of nutrients of minerals. So and it,
1: your first line of defense in the gut microbiome that people don't even think about Absolutely, right? your, your mouth is the first place yep. where the, where the microbiome starts to
2: where everything lives. So if you've upset the microbiome in the, in the gut in general, then you've now changed the microbiome in the mouth as well. Mm -hmm. So the, the body will look for nutrients wherever it can find them. And if it cannot get them through food, because the gut isn't functioning properly, it will pull them from teeth. And that's where we see cavities showing up in kiddos is when they have nutritional deficiencies. And usually when I say nutritional deficiencies, mom uh, automatically go to the guilt place again. Oh, I'm just feeding them poorly. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I mean, it may be, it may be that there's, you know, more that needs to go in. Isn't okay. Yeah. You know, maybe not, but it's also nutrition from the standpoint of, are they able to pull nutrients out of their food? Right. And often the answer is no. And so we have a great test that we do that. We have kids. Everybody loves to do this one. What you do is you take a quarter teaspoon baking soda and a cup of water, you drink it, and then you time to see how long it takes you to burp. And all you're doing is a a science fair experiment. You're adding baking soda to the vinegar, in essence, in your gut, the acid in your gut, and it should cause an eruption, which is a burp. Right. So of course kids love this because you're going to say, okay, we're going to see how long it takes. And you're going to to do it. Exactly. I mean, what kid isn't going to love this? Right. So you want to be burping in two to three minutes. If you're not burping in two to three minutes, it means you have inadequate stomach acid and you are not going to be able to pull the nutrients that you need out of your food. So this is just a starting place that we tell parents all the time. Hey, let's just make sure that their gut's working properly. Because if well, them- like, what
0: is the longest you've seen when somebody, when kids have done that?
2: And, and I
1: want to step back.
0: This two- is for adults and kids too. This is the whole family. Everybody
2: should
1: be doing this. Well, two to three minutes seems really long. So a lot of times if you drink something, you'll belch within just a couple of seconds. Hopefully. So, yeah. So hopefully
2: no, I, we have multiple people a day who don't burp at all. Oh, really? That is kind of interesting. Wow. Yep. Yep. So that just tells us because the way, the way the body works, there's, I know, you know, this, but you know, there's sympathetic and parasympathetic. Those are the two ways that our body, the body's operating systems. It's kind of like the computer as an operating system. So does our body. And the one is the stress reaction, the fight or flight it's, it's defending itself against something or running away or, you know, if it's, it's fearful versus I'm resting and refreshing. Well, the things that we live with, just literally like wi um, the environmental things we breathe in the air, the things we're eating in our food, all of these things put our body in a very defense mode in that fight or flight in that fight or flight place. Well, when you're in the fight or flight, your body stops creating stomach acid. I tell people all the time, if you're running away from a bear, yeah. the last thing your body needs to be able to do is digest food. It needs to be able to run. It needs to be able to scream. It needs to be able to, you know, whatever. It doesn't need to digest. So your body stops digesting when it's in this fight or flight mode. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm finding adults and kids alike are in that mode a lot. I'm going to talk about something else that pushes us there too, but kids are there a lot and it just stops our stomachs from, from working right. So instead of digesting food properly, the food goes through the other side, the nutrients don't get extracted. So the body has to find them somewhere. So I tell people, if it's, if you're getting cavities in your teeth, you're also getting cavities in your bone. It's the same thing. So this is a really good wake up call. If you're getting cavities, your bones look the same. So you need to think what's happening. Am I not eating enough nutrients? Am I not absorbing enough nutrients? How do I add them back in? So that's the second step that we talked about with parents, not only you know, just from a prevention standpoint how do you make sure your gut's working and you're getting the right food and the right food is fat soluble vitamins. So people don't understand this. They think, Oh gosh, I should be vegetarian or vegan or, you know, a lot of these things. Well, that's fine, but you need to understand that fat soluble vitamins are the vitamins that actually put minerals in cells. I like to think of them as the key that opens the cell and pushes the mineral in. So if you don't have them, these are vitamins, A, D, E, and K. Those are the fat soluble ones. And I call them fat, fat soluble because they're found in fats. Yeah. So if you're not eating fats, you're not getting these vitamins and you're not going to be building teeth and bones simple as it is. Wow. So if yeah. you're a vegan, vegetarian, if you have a diet that is minimal on animal products that have animal fats, then you're going to be very deficient in these things. And I find some of the worst teeth in people who are trying the hardest for right. their food, their right. diet,
1: and, and because they don't
2: understand.
1: Right, it's not easy to, to eat that way, you know? I mean, no, know, it's hard, for sure, but it's not easy for sure. It's
2: hard. So I tell people butter. I want you to use butter that has vitamin K, vitamin D in it, gold butter. No yeah. kid ever complained when their mom said, we're going to start eating more butter.
0: <laughs> you know and coconut was, oil. i don't know does coconut oil have all that stuff in it no nope.
2: coconut is plant it's not animal based not. you need to get the animal mm-hmm. you have to have it from an animal based source that's the tricky part so if you're completely non-animal based whatsoever that's why i would recommend butter because a lot of people will say i'll do butter
0: right. you know right. i'll
2: do butter if i really don't want to do animal products i'll do butter mm-hmm. um, fermented dairy is a fabulous way to go so a kefir um, goat's milk, something like that is a really nice way to go. It's very difficult to get it from only plant sources. There are a few, but it's really hard. So you have to be very intentional about it. So we talked to parents supplements
1: about with supplements well enough with, if they're doing it that way or not, do you not think so?
2: And that is the only way really to, to balance it out, to balance out, leaving it completely out of a diet. That's the only way you're going to have to supplement not only vitamin D, but vitamin K. Those are the keys for teeth development. And it's vitamin K2. If whoever whoever named it that, I really wish they hadn't because everybody thinks of vitamin K1, which they say, oh, you get that from greens. You get that from spinach and kale, oh, not vitamin sense. K2. It's different. It's a different, it's a different it vitamin entirely.
1: Vitamin.
2: Yeah, it should have been vitamin, vitamin, F, G. vitamin G, vitamin something. Why are you vitamin K again? Because it screwed everybody up. So you do not find it in greens. It is only in, in animal products and, and primarily, and, and I'm not a huge you know, meat eater, but I, but we do butter, we do kefir, we do you know some of these things that can deliver, can deliver the vitamins that we need. So that's really what we focus on from a diet standpoint. I mean, everybody knows not to eat sugar. That's 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 you know a done deal. Well, that's it's kind of you a you
0: common add. question if you ask somebody what is it they need to take out, they'll say sugar. But sure, sure, everybody know that. knows that. Mm-hmm. that. That
2: that's that's nothing new. That's nothing special here. But what do you add? What do you add? Those are the things that you're going to add, or those fat soluble vitamins. And then how how can you Build up the teeth if they've already been lost. So let's go to the fluoride question. Everybody says, "Oh, you just need more fluoride." Well, I disagree because
1: it's so funny because you look at the the elements on the on the on the uh, periodic table, and fluoride is one of those ones that's pretty toxic.
2: Yeah. Well, and we'll, we'll talk about why it is. So the problem is is that cavities are not a deficiency of fluoride. Right. Fluoride does not naturally exist in teeth. So when you have a cavity, it's not because you have too little fluoride, it's because you have too few minerals. So my preference is why don't we add back the thing you lost, not the thing you never had. So let's rebuild a tooth with minerals. Let's not rebuild it with something the tooth never had. Now, what does fluoride do to a tooth? Fluoride actually changes the structure of the crystal in the enamel, and it actually makes it stronger. So it does make it more resistant. However, it also changes the crystal in bones and makes it more brittle. So research studies show more hip fractures, more other fractures in areas that have high fluoridation rates because it's also changing your bones. Your bones are not deficient in fluoride, just like your teeth are not deficient in fluoride. There is no fluoride. It's changing the structure of the bone and the tooth. That's not what I want to do. The other thing fluoride does is, again, if you look out on the periodic table, it sits right next to iodine. It's called a halide. So it's it's like chlorine, iodine, bromine. They're all the same classification of element. Mm -hmm. Well, it will bully out iodine. Iodine is the key that initiates every cell that secretes something. So that's stomach acid. Right. That's the thyroid. That's all of the hormone, adrenal, adrenal glands, everything that secretes a hormone is impacted by iodine. Well, See, I, was- didn't
1: know that. I, I mean, yep. I've done a lot of thyroid care and stuff like that in the past and I didn't know. I mean, I knew thyroid iodine was, you know, was, was one of the issues with thyroid, but I didn't know it was because it was because of the secreting of the hormone.
2: Yep. It's because of the secreting of the hormone. And so fluoride is a bully. It's it will bind on the same sites that iodine will bind on and it will bind preferentially, meaning it will push iodine out and it will bind in its place. So if you have a lot of fluoride in the, in the body, what's going to happen is the fluoride will bind in the place of iodine. And so you will get thyroid hormone that looks like it's been activated on a blood test. It'll show you're fine. You have plenty of hormone, but it's not usable hormone it's
1: Not being able to get into this. Yep. It's so been I-
2: activated by fluoride, not iodine. So it won't work. So, so this is actually causing severe thyroid problems. Yeah, and sometimes it doesn't show up on a blood test. You
1: know, I was going to tell you an um, interesting story. I was born in Amarillo, Texas. My parents only lived outside of Utah for like t- two years, and I just happened to be born there. Well, my baby teeth, when I was a kid, my front two baby teeth had big divots, brown divots in the front of my teeth. Fluoride. Were, yeah, and it was because there was so much fluoride in the water. But then I was—I was told because I never got cavities. My parents always said, "Well, that's because we had so much fluoride in the water when you were." And there.
2: it's true. Remember, your it makes a stronger crystal. It's true. But I wonder what your bones looked like.
0: I know that is. Don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, I'm not going to uh, take care of. I really have can't. had
1: any broken bones, so I I was able to get my 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 other minerals it's in there. Take to it out. We don't
0: have fluoride anymore? Do <laughs> <No>. we?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, what do you do instead? So, fluoride can causes all sorts of other issues in the body. So, there's no reason to add fluoride. It's not what the tooth is missing. We need to add minerals. So, we add minerals to. So, what food. do you do
0: with these parents then? That now all of a sudden they're like, "Oh wow, I've been giving my kids fluoride for a long time."
1: Well, they get them in their dentist office. Right? Yeah. So what teams. what
0: do they do? Like, you they know, is there a way for them to like overcome that and be able to, you know, put in new practices and not have it? affect yeah. their kids that way anymore you stop you stop <laughs> so that it
2: doesn't affect you know when minerals bones turn over our bones remake themselves about every year so that's good news is bones are making themselves about every single year. Teeth don't really do that as much as much as bones do. So you stop and then you add minerals instead. So a couple of the ways that we add minerals and tell people is obviously through diet, like we've already talked about, but there's a, something called humic and fulvic acid. And it's basically it's, I don't like that. It's called acid because everybody thinks it's acid. It's not, it's dirt, it's dirt water. That's the way I think of it is, it's just basically from the dirt. And so it's full of minerals. That's where minerals come from. It's just the earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just literally taking minerals in the form that nature provides it. So it's a supplement you can get. I like in a liquid form. It tastes like kind of tastes like a, a penny's been sitting in water, you know, there's a little bit of like a coppery tank to it, but almost no taste. So kids will do it. Mm-hmm. So the one I love is called the gift from mother earth labs. I get nothing from them. I just like them because it tastes like almost nothing, but it's a great mineral supplement. I also like um, just that
1: they're pouring into water. They just is it it like isn't a, a droplet, is it a droplet. What, I, out, no, out it's it.
2: just, you pour in about a teaspoon of it into a cup of water. The kids drink it down in the morning. I, we do, we just set it out on the counter every morning. We set out a cup of water and pour a little teaspoon of this in and everybody just drinks it down. So it's easy to take the other one that's really easy for kids is cell salts. So cell salts are basically the homeopathic building blocks of cells, and of the things that our cells all need and there's the number the ones that you want so Highland is the brand that makes cell salts, the ones that help with teeth are numbers one, two and 12. Those are the ones that I recommend that will help build teeth. These are great for kids. They're great for uh, pregnant women. They're great for nursing mamas. They're great for anybody. And they taste like nothing. They, they're you just say, like, well, you also one, have two, and
1: 12. What do you mean? Is well, there it, is it, a they come in a product. It's exactly drawn? the yeah.
2: product itself says number one, number oh, okay. two, there's, there's one through 12. The, the cell salts are numbered one through 12 and gotcha. numbers one, two, and 12 are the ones that are good for teeth. Oh, so man. like
0: I have the one that has all 12 of them in together. And you can do that as well. Yep. That one's that's a combo easy. of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Yep. And that's a great way to go as well. So they're easy to use. You just pop a couple of them underneath your tongue in the morning. You mm-hmm. just put them out with the kids, you know, same thing. They taste like nothing. No kid complains about taking these. So those are the things that I really recommend along with. So that's internally right? That's adding minerals to the inside of you. Mm-hmm. And I also like to add minerals to the outside of the teeth. And the way you do that is with a toothpaste made of the thing that teeth are made of, which is called hydroxyapatite. So you're, we're starting to get more products that have hydroxyapatite in it. So you want a toothpaste that has that not fluoride. Mm-hmm. So there's a few brands. Boca is one Risewell is one that a lot of people know there's another called carex. These are all brands that have a kid's flavor that most kids will like and they have hydroxyapatite in it. This is the only thing I recommend for adults and kids alike. So no more fluoride. That's not what your teeth are deficient in. They're deficient in minerals. Let's deliver the minerals that the teeth are made of right to the teeth themselves.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to go check because yeah, we, we use
1: a natural toothpaste, but I don't know if I was looking for it has hydroxy. charcoal
2: in it. So has it charcoal has charcoal
1: it. and it's like bamboo made of with bamboo, but I've never. A
2: bamboo will have silica. So that's good. Cause silica is actually something that'll help build your teeth, but yeah, make sure it has hydroxyapatite. hydroxyapatite. Yeah. Okay.
1: Interesting.
2: Yep. 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 So that's the prevention side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another piece that I really want to hit on with kids because it leads, Please. it comes off of that, um, Putting us into that stress reaction place. Mm-hmm. So a lot of kids actually have airway and breathing issues, and you don't know it. Though mm-hmm. so some of the signs to look for are grinding or clenching their teeth. A lot of kids have this. Some kids grind their teeth almost flat before their baby teeth are out.
1: And that so is because of an airway issue.
2: It is because what happens. So let's back up a little bit. When you are in deep sleep. Uh-huh. The definition of deep sleep is paralysis. Muscles are completely paralyzed. So if you are in deep sleep, your muscles cannot move. You cannot grind your teeth. You cannot clench your teeth. You cannot roll around. You cannot do any of those things okay. if you are truly in deep sleep. I yeah, never, never thought
1: about it that way, but that's true. And so people who are grinding their teeth all night long are not They're actually not in deep in sleep.
2: sleep. Exactly right. So why? What is the body doing? Well, one of the things that happens when those muscles paralyze is that airway. So all the muscles that hold the airway open, that actually enable us to be able to breathe have to, they have to be on to be able to do that. Right. So if the muscles paralyze and everything relaxes, including the tongue, all the muscles in the airway, everything collapses. If the airway is always already obstructed, say they have really big tonsils because they've got some other infection. I mean, there's a whole nother talk about that, but you know, big tonsils, whatever it might be. And there's just not enough room. Once those muscles relax then everything closes off. Well, you can't survive if you can't breathe. And I, this is, this is a conversation for adults and children, both. Okay. I'm, I'm going to focus manifest manifested in snoring. This is manifested in snoring. You got it snoring <laughs> and, and clenching and grinding teeth as <laughs> well in an adult. So everything I'm saying can be extrapolated for an adult, which we focus a ton on also, but let's, let's talk about the kiddos. So your body knows, okay, I've got a breather. I'm going to die. So it's going to wake you up to be able to breathe. And the first thing it will do is clench the teeth because as soon as you clench the teeth, it will tighten the muscles and flatten the tongue and air can get by easier. So clenching is a sign that your body's doing things to breathe. So if you're clenching or grinding, we know you're lacking in airway space. You're not getting enough air. So what will this show up as in kids? This will show up as bedwetting, way past the years that they should be bedwetting, why? Because when you are not getting enough oxygen, you build up ammonia in the system, which is a byproduct of carbon dioxide. You build up ammonia in the system. Ammonia is extremely irritating to the bladder. So if you have a buildup of ammonia in the system, the body will wake up and say, get rid of it. I can't stand this. And so you're going to get up and you're going to wet the bed um, or you, you, you get up and go to the bed. Mom just the other day said, well, my daughter gets up like two or three times the night to go to the bathroom. I said, oh my gosh. <laughs> A child should never get up in the night to go to the bathroom. They should they should not do that till they're eighty seven. Okay, um. So this is a huge sign that they're getting way too much ammonia. That they are not getting enough oxygen.
1: Kids at least waking up and not just peeing and
2: not just wetting in the bed. Exactly. But if they're wetting if if a child is wetting the bed, this is most likely an airway issue. Focus. Mm -hmm. ADHD attention issues hugely related because when the body what i like to think of as deep deep sleep is construction mode <laughs> when you go to deep sleep you are in construction mode your body is backing up the hardware backing, backing up the the computer memory it's it's uh storing memories it is enabling the body to rebuild its hormones and its attention you know the mechanisms it uses for attention so if it never goes into that deep sleep mode kids are running on empty <laughs> you know, and they can't focus, they can't do whatever. So if you have somebody that, you know, lots of focus issues, attention issues, you really need to look at sleeping and see if this child is sleeping correctly. Mm -hmm. Um, Mouth breathing. If anyone's mouth breathing adult or child alike, that is a sign that there's not enough air going through. So mouth breathing will cause, and a child will cause a lot of developmental changes and will lead to an adult who's now has to mouth breathe and is now going to have sleep and other issues, usually related to fatigue, energy level, all those kinds of things in adulthood. So mouth breathing is definitely something that needs to be addressed as well. So what do you do about it, right? (laughs) It oftentimes goes all the way back to day one. Have you heard of tongue ties and lip ties in a kiddo?
1: I've heard of the tongue. I don't know what a lip tie is.
2: Yeah, same thing. If you lift up the upper lip, you'll see that there's a a tie there oftentimes so it what the, what those ties do is they will affect uh, efficiency of nursing of nursing or just drinking of sucking and if the if the tongue can't go up where it should and the lip can't come down where it should the face actually develops in a different way and the tongue comes forward instead of back a lot of changes happen and we see growth and development in the child being altered just because of some of these issues. Like
1: The jaw doesn't, isn't big enough for something, right? I've
2: all of these things start happening. Yep. Mouth breathing, everything. And so often when we see a child who's not sleeping well, it goes all the way back to a tongue or lip tie that wasn't caught at birth. Um, nobody talked about, nobody knew they were just really colicky as a baby. Nobody knew this could be related. Mm-hmm. So we actually reverse a lot of these development pieces. So we look at them, we say, okay, should we clip because should we release these tongue and lip ties now? Yes, this is going to help. Okay. Along with that, we have to retrain the tongue to know what it should do. And we have to direct the growth of the jaw, just like you said. So there are appliances that we can start at age two even, but this, this can oh. often prevent the need for braces. Ah, that's another sign too. <laughs> if, the, if the teeth are crooked, it means airways are, are insufficient. So this can oh, prevent- is that meaning a baby teeth or is that meaning adult teeth? Like adult when teeth, both. When if you have me. if you have crooked baby teeth, even worse. <laughs>
1: <You> <laughs> there should be plenty of room teeth. for
2: baby teeth. Yeah,
1: you don't really see baby teeth as crooked. No, but, but
2: adults. Yep, yep. This is an airway. This is a jaw. This is a jaw discrepancy. A size, a, a jaw size discrepancy. Mm-hmm. If there's not enough room for teeth, there's not enough room for air either.
1: Is it is it, it a genetic thing too, or no? Are you saying it's more a functional thing because of what's going on, or is it a, there genetics in there as well?
2: So I back up and I say, what's genetic? Right. I bet you the tongue and lip tie is genetic. <laughs> so yes, it's, you're going to see it in families, but it's because the thing that causes the problem is inherited. So yeah, you're going to see genetic issues, but it's, what were they inheriting? They were inheriting a tongue and lip tie. They were no, inheriting
1: like a, a tongue, t- a, say tongue tie, how far, like, how do you, is it just a hey, stick out your tongue as far as you can? And if it doesn't go out far enough, it's like, ah, there's an issue. Or how do you great question?
2: Them? So you should be able to put the tongue to the roof of the mouth and open all the way and keep it up.
1: Oh, some people can't do that.
2: Some people can't do that. Oh. <laughs> look at hers. Look, you need to look in the mirrors because she has one. You don't look I, at her I, tongue.
1: <laughs> I, I. She does have one.
2: She has a tongue tie. You don't. See that so band?
1: Not, but yet I'm the one that snores and she doesn't. <laughs>
2: yeah. So yours isn't tongue tie related. It's probably other things related.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you, yeah. if, it's like, if I'm over a certain weight, it doesn't. It's it's yeah. a whole lot worse. It's
0: inflammation in the airway. My, so just so you're saying it. that you have to go in and click that. I didn't even think that I really had one. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
2: And, you know, you don't have to clip it if there's no signs and symptoms, if you're fine. But mm-hmm. in kiddos, we try to prevent those things from happening. Well, so it, we,
1: an interesting story. She was a bed wetter. Her dad actually invented that little machine, that alarm that goes off.
2: Interesting.
1: Dad,
0: dad,
1: he, he did it because he was irritated because she was wetting of the Her. Room. So yeah, but that that whole thing that yeah the
0: it was called stick. the tone. and so it was yeah. very interesting. Yeah. The very first, <laughs> the very first one that was invented. But
1: so so to kind of wrap it up a little bit, you're saying what's happening is because of the airway issue. They're not getting proper sleep and because of proper sleep, they're not getting proper types of sleep, I should say. Yep. And because of that, that is part of the reason why these kids can have other issues like the bedwetting, the focus, the ADD type stuff, the in- absolutely. Control. Yeah. See, I've never, I, I guess I've never correlated it to, to the sleep pattern. Yep, They can't get in the proper sleep. So their body or their, and so you're saying because their mind can't go into that proper Deep uh, deeply. or if you yep. want to say right because yep. that's why it's all continues going interesting yep. I mean, yep. know that. i never heard of that i yep. mean i've heard lots of stuff on this kind of stuff right but i've never yep. heard of that as one of the as one of the possibilities
2: yeah it's but, huge
1: so there's so how good good. a two-year-old to wear a stinking thing in their mouth
2: so it's it's kind of like a chew toy honestly the one for a two-year-old is and you just have them chew on it and what it does is it just directs the growth so there are things to do and obviously the conversation is much longer than what we have time for on what we do about it. but I just want parents to know that there's there's solutions, there's answers. you know If your child's suffering from any of these some of these things, then let's talk. there's, there's reasons and there's things that we can do about it. So that's that's pretty cool. That's so awesome. those are Oh yeah. Okay, so we
0: can say more about it. Was there something else you were going to say? About oh, that's it. So I was
2: just going to say, those are, those are the two prevention pieces that we really talk about how to prevent cavities and how to prevent all these airway issues, airway and growth and development issues. What
1: percentage of kids would you say have an airway issue? Just like, is it a high percentage? Higher
2: than you thought, it's higher than you'd think. I would say 15 to 20. Wow. So if you have four kids, you got one of them has it.
0: <laughs> so mm. Michelle, how can people get a hold of you then? Cause I know that there's parents, they're going to be listening to this. And yeah, yeah. worried about their children and want to know yeah, what's tell the next step. us about your
1: office. Give us the information, the exactly. website information. We'll put it listed in below as well in the notes. But yeah, go ahead and give us your information.
2: So it's total care dental. So it's TotalCareDental.com. dental.com. They can also check us out on all over social media accounts. We post all sorts of information. People are loving the information that we're sharing. So total care dental Utah on Instagram, on Facebook. I think it's just total care dental. Um, you can go on YouTube. I have, we have videos galore on there for all this information. If you want more information um, I think it's total care dental Utah there as well. Phone number 801 756 three, seven, three, seven. And I'm located in American Fork, Utah. We also do virtual consults. So I just did a virtual consult with a parent in Wisconsin this week, who was really concerned about some of the things with their child. And so I can give a lot of advice and a lot of information and help with a lot of things, even just through virtual, through virtual consultation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, like I said, we're it's called total care kids. And, uh, my partner, Lindy Jones and I run that. We also have two pediatric dentists that come and do any of our sedation procedures that we, that we need in the office because we do things differently too. We do, as far as if you need dental treatment, we do that different for children also. So um, we've really brought all those things in house so that we can help kids and uh, help them be healthy.
1: Well, that's cool. And you know, it's always nice when you do a podcast and you actually learn something. So I've learned <laughs> Well, I'm glad I that's could, always, I could always, teach a
2: thing or two today. Yeah, that's, <laughs> always, that's
1: always incredible. So thanks. I know you got to run. You had a busy schedule. So thank you so much for your time. And thanks for being willing to be on the podcast because we appreciate And we appreciate you being involved with our conference as well. And yep. we'll talk to you more about that. Um, but hey, thanks again. And anything else you want to say, man?
0: No, but I just appreciate your time because I know that our kids are important to us. And yep. there's a lot of things that we just don't know what to do and how to find answers. So I think you really helped a lot. And now you gave us a direction of where to go too. So thank you for
1: well, the time. more information you have, the more the, the better choices you can make, right?
0: Absolutely. That's I love the way that. We
1: do what we do, right? Love that.
0: Yep. Yeah. So Michelle, she will be at the conference this April 22nd and 23rd at the Mountain America Expo Center in Sandy, Utah. And you can come and hear her speak. And I don't know if Lindy will be there also, but. I might have to wrangle her to come with me. It'll be great (laughs) to hear and just get more information. So thank you. And thanks for joining us today and giving us um, a great education.
1: Excellent. Thank you. All
0: right. Take care. Thank you. Okay.
1: Thanks for listening to the podcast today.
0: The more knowledge you have, the more you will be empowered to make the changes in your life. And because of this, your life will be elevated.
1: Your health journey is between you and your doctor. This podcast is not meant to diagnose or treat any conditions.
0: However, if your current health care provider is not meeting your health care goals, it is time to take control of your health.
1: If you know anyone who can benefit from our podcast, please like, leave a review, and don't forget to share it with your family and friends.
0: Together, let's take back our health.